Hey, and welcome back to Quest Markers. On this show, we talk about games and the stories they tell, with a different game being featured every month. My name is Marina, my pronouns are she, her, and today we're talking about a classic Pokemon Gold and Silver. I played Silver endlessly as a kid. I loved it so much, so I'm really, really excited to go back down memory lane today. And today we have Jack Alex Roberts on the show. He played Gold, I played Silver. We're covering both games today. Hope you enjoy the episode and let's get into it. Hi, Jack. How are you doing? Hello. I'm all good. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> happy and excited to be here. <laughs> I am so excited that you're here. I am really excited uh, to talk about Pokemon. I am dying to know who you chose as your starter. But before we get into actually talking about Pokemon, what are you drinking? It's it's the morning for you and it's the evening for me. It is. I'm, I'm fully on the coffee. There's no milk. There's no sugar. It's just coffee. <laughs> It's just pure, pure coffee. <laughs> it's keeping me going. I think you are the, you're the <laughs> coolest person that's ever lived. I wish that I could drink coffee just with nothing in it. I think I because I watched a lot of like Twin Peaks when I was at uni, and I thought, you know what, this is <laughs> this is the vibe that I want to carry through life. Yes. <laughs> just coffee, pump it into my veins. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's incredible. I mean, I told you this before we started recording, but I am also drinking coffee, except it's the morning your time and it's the yeah. evening my time. So this is actually quite illegal what <laughs> it's I'm a doing. Dangerous I'm, mix. I'm not getting any sleep. Yeah, I'm not getting any sleep uh, at all. I also have water as well so that I don't clear my throat a hundred thousand times. Um although like I probably will do that anyway. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Before we get into it, would you like to please introduce yourself? Yeah, no problem. Hi, I'm Jack. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, and I am a, still feels weird to say I'm a games journalist, I'm a guides writer, and uh, yeah. So cool. <laughs> Congratulations again on the new job. Thank you. <laughs> so excited for you. Uh, and I saw on Twitter that you're currently covering or rather playing the demo for Lies of P. Yes, I've just been playing that and I've just been writing a load of uh, guides for it. It's so good. It's such a good game, so far anyway. It looks really good. Like I just think that um, they've really like nailed the aesthetic really well. And then, because mm. I, I always worry with going into sort of Soulsborne games sometimes, I'm like, is it going to mm. kind of hit the same marks as like the actual Soulsborne series? Mm -hmm. But this is really, it's really impressing me so far. Damn. Noted. <laughs> I have to check that out. I saw uh, I saw a little bit of a clip during Summer Game Fest. Mm. Um, so I'm gonna have to. I think the demo's out for everyone now, so yeah, I might actually download yeah. that. Honestly, it's really worth it. It's it gives you a mm. great idea of like kind of the different classes that you can do, and then all these sort of early mechanics that you're probably going to see at the start of the game. But it's it's so well done. It's so well done. Mm. Noted. <laughs> um, what are some of your favorite games or favorite game series? Oh my god! Like I mean, we were just saying, I was like, "What games? What games? What are my favorite games?" And I was just like drawing a blank. But um, honestly, I... no video games. <laughs> I don't think I just kind of sit there, <laughs> like, hoping, hoping that a game will turn on. <laughs> but um, for me, I think if I was to, like pick up a game right now, it'd be Bloodborne. You know, I could just go oh, through yeah. that with my eyes closed at this point. <laughs> and 
it's one of those it's really weird to say but it's become like a comfort game even though it's like one of the most horrific games that you can play <laughs> but it's one of those where it's like i've just i've played it that much that i can just go through the game and just know mm. know where i'm going where you know where this dog's gonna jump out at me and mm. and i can do all these different builds and stuff but then at the same time you know i'll i'll be like yeah i'll play bloodborne and then i'll spend like hours on dead by daylight <laughs> <laughs> gradually not working yes. through the backlog because of Death by Daylight. <laughs> no, I get it. Like, that's how I am with Final Fantasy XIV, where it's like, mm. yeah, I can go finish whatever I'm playing right now, or I can go <laughs> I level can things this. in yeah. FF14. Yeah, it's not even playing main story. It's like, yeah, I can just, like, go do things. Do you know what? <laughs> I, nearly, I nearly got started with FF14, and I was so ready, and I just kind of, like, made my character. I was just starting out, and then Elden mm. Ring came out. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, so I okay. did not make I it that it. far. Yeah. Yep. If yeah, if you're a fan of Souls games, I totally get it. I totally that was get like it. I said. I thought, oh my god, this is the. I was like, I'm so excited, but then it ended up just being the <laughs> the worst time to get into Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I I get it. I get it. Also, I saw the Bloodborne is 50% off right now on PlayStation, so I feel like I need to buy it. Oh my god, please like do. Like immediately. Yes. Oh my I god. I have been wanting to play it for ages. Now's the time. And I really want to play Elden Ring as well, and I've played I played a fair bit of Elden Ring not on my own save file and I really really enjoyed it. So I, I want to get into those two. It's so point. worth it. Absolutely. I'd say Bloodborne, oh, definitely. Do that first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I've heard excellent things about Bloodborne from many, many people. Um, but what are you currently playing besides Lies of P? Oh, it's all Tears of the Kingdom at the minute. It's just, it's nice. all Tears of the Kingdom. I'm... That and um, I've, 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 oh God, I think I've got like 70 hours into Tears of the Kingdom now or something like something ridiculous like that. Whoa. Uh, yeah. And it, it's insane because I'm playing it for work as well. So it, oh, like, I, I play it for fun and for work as well. And it's all fun and it's all work and I love it. <laughs> and mm. um, I, 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 I've been playing it with my dad as well. I play a lot of video games with my dad. <gasps> oh, that's <laughs> and, so um, awesome. I, <laughs> And he's uh, he's living it as well. Maybe we'll talk more about it after <laughs> after we both finish the narrative because I have no sense whether I'm close to finishing or not. I know, <laughs> N- like no idea, and I don't want to spoil anything for you either. But okay. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But we're not here to talk about Zelda. We are here to talk about Pokemon. And I'm (laughs) so excited. I'm so, so excited. Um, I played Silver so many times as a kid. That game holds a really, really special place in my heart. I remember it really well. (laughs) Uh, I know you played Gold. And before we get into anything, like before we talk about narrative before we talk about music before we talk about anything who was your starter pokemon all the way i always go for the water starters for the most part i always go for the water starters so i went for totodile (laughs) let's go (laughs) oh my god were you the same Oh, absolutely i love totodile totodile's such a cute little dude isn't he i mean i think uh, you know chikorita gets a lot of hate but i think that they really kind of hit it out of the park with these starters. And then... I agree. But Totodile just... He's just insane. He's like... He's that he's the original yeah. Furukoko, you know, for that level of kind of <laughs> cute but dumb. I love him. <laughs> cute and chaotic. Yes. I was like, yes, I need you. I need you, little, little chomper. 
And like <laughs> yes. I, when I was like, and when I saw what he like grew into, I was like, oh, he's epic. He's just great. He goes from like oh, insane to like this cool kind of like caveman crocodile, and then you've just got for alligator. I love him. For alligator is legendary. Right. <laughs> just so cool. For alligator is so cool. And I always wondered, um, like for alligator at the end is spelled without an er, just r. <laughs> I love that. T-R instead of T-E-R. And I always wondered whether it was because they just couldn't fit for alligator. I'm convinced. I'm convinced that's it. Because I was like, I remember reading it as a kid and I was like, for alligator. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I think maybe from then on out, I really enjoyed when things were spelt weird. And like, honestly, it might have just been the for alligator spelling. That's it. It started started a trend. (laughs) It started it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, what other Pokemon typically comprised your main party? And I'm so sorry. Like, I know one of your favorite, if not your favorite Pokemon is Lechonk. I'm so <laughs> oh, sorry that Lechonk is I not I can't in believe he's game. not in this. Do you know what? This game it's would so be a 10 sad. out of 10. It'd be a 20 out of 10 if Lechonk was in it. <laughs> <laughs> like, Lechonk should have been in, he should have been in earlier. He should have been, he transcends I generations. <laughs> I agree. They should just retroactively add LeChonk into every game. (laughs) Just just re-release all the games. I'm sure there's someone that's done like the sprite work for LeChonk and like can mod it (laughs) in. Like they could do all sorts. (laughs) Exactly. I totally agree. Um, Wait, didn't didn't you didn't you do like a full (laughs) LeChonk? Yeah, I did. uh, Run. (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's still ongoing because doing a doing a run with just like a whole team of tiny pigs is difficult. It's so hard, but I, I'm not changing it. No. I thought because Pokemon... You can't. Yeah, right? It, like Pokemon, sometimes I was like, I've got to take it less seriously because the, the kind of like the more seriously <laughs> I was trying to take it, I was like, I'm not really enjoying the, the, the sort of later generations. But then I thought, I'm just going to yeah. go through this whole game with a tiny team of pigs. Absolutely. <laughs> and I've got like my one shiny Lechonk that's kind of like the leader. Yeah. And then the rest of them. I was going to evolve one if... Um, if like down the line but then i thought no i've got to commit i've just got to stick with like just a whole team of little angry pigs to beat the elite four with (laughs) yes yes and i just think about your your twitter header photo is uh you're surrounded by by lechonk and you like staring into the distance with your hand on your face it's very funny it's just the dream it's just how i am every day i wake up thinking of (laughs) lechonk Well, I hope the rest of that run goes well. Oh God, I hope so too. <laughs> but the um, the team that I had for um, for gold, it was so I'm. I always like to when I'm kind of like doing the the main Pokédex before you know the national decks opens up. I always like to go mm-hmm. for that region's Pokemon in my team. So just mm. stick exclusively with that because it's like oh, it's a new Pokemon game. I want to see you know what's yeah. new, play with the new toys, and. Um, But the thing is, with this one, there's not a lot of fire Pokemon in this kind of generation. Mm, mm -mm. So um, for my kind of like fire rep, I had Makago. (laughs) And he's like this big big snail. (laughs) And he's just so slow. And I love him because he's so dopey. My head, when you said that, my head went to like Houndoom. And, and oh my God. You, why, evidently yours didn't. I can't believe I didn't have Houndoom. Like I, I, when I turned on the Game Boy to see what my team was, I was like, yeah, Macargo. And I completely forgot about Houndoom. That's okay. That's, that's fine. That's fine. I like, apparently I like to just make, give a ch- make myself a challenge. That's fine. You, you Look, you, you got to trust your heart. 
is what you gotta do. <laughs> my team's insane. Like looking back at it now, it's like so I had when I was a kid as well, my favorite Pokemon for years, up until like um probably until Gen 3 came out, was um Sneasel. So I was like, I need to have Sneasel in my team. <gasps> Sneasel. No yeah. idea why. I was just like, I love him. I just thought he looked cool. I thought he looked great. I thought he looked edgy. And Sneasel is like, very Sneasel edgy. There. And then the rest of the team, it was uh, Espeon, Mischievous, and Jumpluff. Yes. Ooh. Because <laughs> I needed some grass nice. in there as well. So I was like, it's mm-hmm. either Sunflower or Jumpluff. And I thought, I'll go for Jumpluff. Absolutely. And for Alligator, obviously. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't forget that, King. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I, ha- I had a like a wildly different main party just in general <laughs> and I, I would just like swap them in first of mm. all i like i was convinced that absol was in this game absol is not in silver no. i don't know where i got that <laughs> i have absolutely no idea like i think my brain just short-circuited but um <laughs> we'll work him in there we'll, if i could have lechonk you could have absol <laughs> exactly i'll have absol in there i i don't know my my anyway my brain short-circuited but um my favorite pokemon i think is raichu I love Raichu. Ooh, okay. I love Raichu so much. And Mega Raichu is just the cutest little dude. Um, so I had, I actually, um, I played Pokemon Yellow uh, as a hand-me-down when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. And so you start with Pikachu and you can never evolve Pikachu. Like you would give it a lightning stone and Pikachu would be like, no. And I'd be like, but I like Raichu. <laughs> and my Pikachu would never evolve. And so I got to realize my dream of having a Raichu in silver. Yeah. <laughs> so oh my God. I had... <laughs> I had Raichu, I had Feraligator, I liked Espeon and Umbreon, and so I never knew, like, what do I evolve my Eevee into? So I've played runs with both. Um, I love Suicune, I played Silver, and I love Lugia. Like, that was the that was the deciding factor for me, is, like, what legendary? Um, I love Dragonite. I, I really love Ghost Pokemon, too, so, like, Haunter and Gengar. Um, Pidgeot was the one that I would always fly with. And for yeah. some reason, I also really loved Snubble. As a kid, Snubble's great. I like, feel like I wonder, I wonder if Snubble is like the Lechonk of this game. I was gonna say, yeah, he absolutely is. Can you imagine just going through and beating the Elite Four with a whole team of little, like, little angry with just dogs? Snubble. <laughs> Snubble, absolutely. You're not even allowed to let them evolve. Just Snubble. No, exactly. Maybe just little angry like, pink dogs. You can have like one Gramble maybe to like lead the just lead one. the pack. Yeah, but the rest of them is maybe. just gonna like send the forces out. All these Snubbles. Absolutely, absolutely. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I have very serious picks. Oh yeah, you're <laughs> you're playing to win. <laughs> In general. Oh, I'm I'm playing to win. Absolutely. I play to win. <laughs> oh man. I'm just there like legging it around with my with my macaco. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Dragging along the dragging along behind the team. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a high enough level like you don't get level synced so it doesn't really matter this is true at all you could go in with a level 95 anything and you'll just wipe the floor with lance or you know like that's it yeah absolutely i mean (laughs) i can't believe it when i just i just turned on my game boy i was like why the hell is he there what 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 was i doing as a kid (laughs) i was like well i'm gonna carry on (laughs) exactly so good. I literally so could have good. used Howo. I could have used Howo in the team. Could have, but I didn't. That's, that's true. Why didn't you? <laughs> I don't know. I, I like as a kid, I always thought it was like cheating to have the uh, the legendary in there. Ah. 
And I was like, oh no. I was like, I, I thought I've got to have like all my little, my team that I've grown up with along the way to like Aww. end it on. I know. <laughs> oh no, that's wholesome. And then I know. <laughs> and then I thought, that's really you know wholesome. What? Next, maybe next time, maybe this run, I'll like, I'll start using Ho more. But I, yeah. I always thought Ho was cool. Like, like you say, that was the that deciding was factor cool. between the two games. I was like, I can either have Lugia, which I'd seen in. Oh, there was that Pokemon movie where Lugia was the main sort oh, of yeah. legendary. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Lugia's really cool. But then I thought, I saw ho and I was like, he's red. <laughs> he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, phoenixes are pretty cool. So, you know, a, you got to go with your heart. It was Again, a good 50 You got to go with your heart. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think that's a, that's a really good segue into uh, what I was going to talk about next, because I feel like for that, era and I haven't played too many Pokemon games after kind of this generation of Pokemon. I did play um, Stadium, but like not very narrative heavy. Coliseum was quite narrative heavy, but uh, I feel like for Gen 1 and 2, there wasn't like a really deep narrative. And I think a lot of the narrative just focused on whatever you wanted the story to be and like Mm -hmm. trading with friends and putting your team together and you kind of deciding what the story was. But uh, one thing that, that I did uh, want to talk about, and and maybe I can take a step back. Like I feel like the entire narrative of gold and silver is uh, very similar to kind of the first gen games Mm. is, you know, there's, there's one kind of thread of like helping out professor Oak with, Hey, this is a new region. Help me figure out, uh, you know, what, what filling the entire Pokedex looks like. And then separately, Professor Elm at the very beginning, encouraging you to kind of go and become the most powerful Pokemon master that you can be. Mm-hmm. But again, I feel like you kind of tell your own narrative because you're deciding what Pokemon you're having in uh, in your party. Obviously, as you go from kind of uh, city to city, you, for, for a lot of the gym leaders, they're just like not at their gym. And so you have to like go do these side quests to like get them back to their gym, which is like, like what are you doing? What are you being paid for? Like- what are you being paid for? Are you being paid? No one knows like what's going on. I made all this effort to come to the gym. I'm paying for it. I- exactly. <laughs> Like, come well, on. Like, what's going on? Yeah. What's what? What? Wh- why aren't you there? Why do I need to go do a side quest? I know, um, please. I'm begging you. <laughs> what's all this way? I'm I, knackered. <laughs> exactly. What's going on? I don't have a bicycle yet. You can't just do that. <laughs> um, but, but I feel like a big thread in those games was just like, putting your party together, friendship between all of your Pokemon, raising your Pokemon. Um, And then like one narrative thread that stood out to me that um, was retroactively in Heart Gold and Soul Silver was put in as a detail is kind of the like sub story of your rival, which apparently your rival in this game is Giovanni's son, who's the former leader of Team Rocket. I, I only found that recently. Yeah, and, and a really small conversation was added between Giovanni and um, and your rival. Mm in uh in heart gold and soul silver but the story goes that like giovanni kind of went into hiding three years ago abandoned his son um and your rival like first like shoves you when you first meet him calls you a wimp steals one of <laughs> professor elm's pokemon at the such beginning a you're like who? piece of work like, yeah you're bully. like what like who is this 
And the whole thread is like, they only care about strength, like they're super rude. I think there's like a line of dialogue where they say they want to quote unquote wipe out the weak. And I think that's that was taken out. Oh and, my gosh. And Soul Silver. Yeah. It was it's like so dark. very intense. It's really unexpectedly so dark. dark, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's constantly like looking to like find the best Pokemon. And then when you uh, and Lance run into him at Team Rocket's HQ, Lance like wipes the floor with him and tells him, like, you are never going to be a good trainer unless you trust and love your Pokemon. And yeah. then eventually, and this is, like, so wholesome, but his Golbat becomes a Crobat at one point, which only happens when you reach 220 friendship points with a yes. Golbat. Oh, my God. And so I, I really like that little <laughs> narrative arc of, like, you know, I, I don't think the narrative in these games is, like, super, super deep. But, I like, I don't know. I think that that's, like, really wholesome. Oh, God, I know. And it's, like, it, it feels that I, those little kind of like story beats really make you you know kind of realize and like there's like an underlying narrative and then mm-hmm. you know you get these mo- he goes from like peering in the window of the uh of the lab and i'm just like who the hell are you and um by the end of <laughs> yeah, it you know you've creepy. gone through this whole this whole um story where he's just been awful to you and when you realize like you say when you realize how has he got this crowbat it's because he's actually listened to Lance's advice, taken the time out to get to know his Pokemon and love his Pokemon. And I think was I think Friendship was like the first, this was like the first game that you could evolve Pokemon with Friendship, wasn't it? Mm-hmm, so I think mm-hmm. that's how Umbreon yeah. and Espeon evolve as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, that's right. Whether you reach that Friendship point in the day or in the night. I know. And I was like, I'm not talking to my Pokemon in the night because I really wanted Espeon. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you go to bed. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry, Evie. Like, I'll, I'll talk to you in the day. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I'll talk to you in the morning when I've had my coffee. <laughs> yeah, GG. See you tomorrow. <laughs> and you know, there's, it, it, but it's so, it's so kind of, you don't realize how dark it is until you kind of like, whoa, you until after the event. Like the biggest, the biggest thing for me that always stuck out was in, oh god, I think it's in Azalea Town where um, you've got the Slowpoke well. Oh god, yeah, it's and dark. Team Rocket are there. They're cutting off Slowpoke tails. <laughs> Yeah, and, and it's terrible. Them. And I think, yeah. I think in later games, there's um, Pokedex entries where they kind of retcon it a bit to soften it up. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that was always oh, the case. No. But they're like, oh yeah, slowpokes. They're like they lose their tails all the time. They grow back. They don't feel anything. They're actually a really tasty dish. And I'm like, no, no. Oh no, no. <laughs> you know that, what you no, did? I, no. mm. <laughs> like you made them cut off those tails. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And that was so dark, which looking back, I'm like, this is a kid's game. Right? (laughs) Like, we're going to take down this organization that's like abducting Pokemon and cutting off its tails for capitalism. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's so terrible. And then there's other bits as well where you've got um, later on down the line when you're kind of meeting um, Raikou, Entei and Suicune, where um, the the legend behind them is that there are these dogs that got I don't know if they're just generic dogs or if they're a specific Pokemon. I don't know. But they they died in this fire in the tower. And now they're just like the ghosts of these dogs that have been, you know, resurrected by Mm Ho-Oh. But I thought, you, you know, as a kid, I'm like, Part of me is like, oh yeah, I'm I'm just going around with my Macargo, having a great time. And then you realize there's this really <laughs> kind of like subtly dark narrative in there. <laughs> I'm just I just want to hang out with my snail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look, like I'm just here to get the gym badges because someone told me to, you know. But also I think there's a substory with Suicune where 
there's one trainer who's looking to uh, catch it and yes. is unable to see it or is unable to approach it. And you end up being able to approach Sui Kuhn. And then afterwards, they're like, huh? How like how are you able to to do this? And again, I think it's that friendship thread of like being gentle, being caring about yeah. the the like party of Pokemon that you travel with that ultimately you know like other pokemon can sense and i like i think that as much as yeah absolutely there's very dark themes there's also these like really light wholesome themes that oh, yeah. that are present as well i think and i think because the first game was so battle heavy i think it's a really great change mm. to see that focus on the friendship side of things so rather mm. than just kind of collecting i know obviously it's kind of catch them all but rather than just collecting these pokemon just to battle them it's you know being able to, t to take that consideration into building up your team, picking which Pokemon you think will best suit the, the kind of game overall, and then, um, you know, building that really, that really kind of special bond with them that I think a lot of mm -hmm. uh, kids of that sort of era really would have done. They, everyone, you know, everybody would have had mm. their favorite Pokemon as soon as it came out. They wanted to collect the cards. They wanted to have the plushie. Oh, yeah. And I think that this was kind of like the game version of wanting to collect and love the Pokemon more than anything. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I like I have a little Charmander um, on my desk. Oh. <laughs> I still have. He actually, he looks very guilty. I'll, I'll send oh, you a photo. No. <laughs> What's he been up to? <laughs> no one knows. I don't even think Charmander knows. But um, no, I totally agree. And there's like, as I mentioned earlier, there's like little side quests where you mm. get the tra the gym leaders to go back to, to the gyms. And there's also this, like, I think the bigger narrative is you just getting stronger with your team of Pokemon and eventually getting to the Elite Four and then... Like going back to Johto, uh, or sorry, going back to Kanto was really cool. It's so I can't, I can't believe that they did that. They were they were insane oh for God. doing that. <laughs> I I could not believe it. I was like, what? Pardon? We're could, we're we're going back? Sick. Let's go. Because there was always a bit where, um, as you kind of get toward the top of the map, and you um, you know, when you you get the uh, the the red Gyarados, the shiny Gyarados. And oh my god! Yeah, the first shiny ever. Exactly, and it's such a big narrative moment. And I was, I, I remember playing it as a kid and thinking, "Wow, this is epic!" You know, it's these little mm -hmm. pixels on the screen. But at the time, I was like, "This is epic! This is the best Agreed. game ever!" And then I remember seeing kind of like the rest of the map afterwards, and I thought, "Oh, we're getting close to the end now." And it really kind of mm -hmm. brought it home. I was like, "Oh, the adventure's nearly over, but I've had a great time." And then yeah. it's like, "No, no, there's more." <laughs> Just you wait, hold your horses. <laughs> just you wait, you're halfway there. I know. And I was like, which <gasps> is really cool. Hyperventilated as a kid. Really cool. Exactly. I was like, oh, this is already better than yellow. Like, yes. I get to have this map and this map, and I get to evolve Pikachu. This is the best game. <laughs> You, you can't. You're not. You're not letting that Pikachu go, are you? <laughs> no, I want to ride you really badly. <laughs> oh man, do you do you have a favorite character? Maybe a favorite gym leader, a favorite little elite four member. Do you know what, as a or, or anyone else? I I really I really used to like Bugsy. I thought Bugsy was really cool. I don't know Bugsy. why it's such like a it's such a random gym leader to really like. But I just really liked um I really liked the bug Pokemon when I was a kid as well. And I Aww. think he's in the town with the um the Slowpoke well. So I think it all really kind of uh, uh stuck with me. And then as you're going on, as you're moving uh out of Azalea Town and you're getting into like the big city. 
um, you've got Whitney later on, and I've like I've never gone from loving a character so much to hating a character so much. <laughs> 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 I was like, I was just having a wholesome time. I've just saved some, I've just saved some slow pokes, and now I've got to deal with this. <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about. You know exactly oh, what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I think what's really frustrating about Whitney too is not only like I don't think that I don't know I didn't particularly like Whitney either, but I think what's really frustrating about Whitney is that she specializes in normal type Pokemon, and you're like, I should be able to beat you. Yeah. And yet, what is this? <laughs> it's just that one, <laughs> that one damn cow. <laughs> it's the one mill tank where you're like, I can't. I, I remember what is kid, happening. I would like, I'd be playing it in bed, and I'd be like, I've got. It was the first time I'd been playing a game. I was like, I've got to turn the game off. I can't. I can't. Oh no! <laughs> just like the I've got to go to sleep. Quit. Yeah, this is oh, it. This no. is this is <laughs> this is what induced the first rage quit. I was like, I've got to the turn the game off. First rage quit. <laughs> Oh my god! Damn. I know. I was like, as a kid, I just like, I've got to turn the game off. I've got to go to bed, and I'll look at it in the morning. And then I looked at it in the morning. I was like, oh, it's still the same. Still, still using rollout. Yeah. Except I, I felt that maybe level of frustration with the Elite Four (laughs) until you get to Lance, and even though Lance wiped the floor with me many, 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 many times, like Karen drove me absolutely nuts. I was like, I can't. Like I've already beat three of you. Why am I? Why? Like why is this happening? (laughs) I don't have enough hyper potions for this. I don't know why, but Karen really frustrated me. And then um, you get to Lance, and like. I mean, Lance wiped the floor with me so many times. Yeah. But I feel like the Lance fight was legendary. Because, (laughs) so like, you beat the Elite Four, you're like sick, and then Lance is the fifth, and you're like, this this is not how math works. But then when you talk to Lance, it goes quiet right before you fight him. Yeah. And you're like, oh, whoa, what's happening? Lance has a cape. Very cool. Exactly. Lance has dragon type Pokemon. Very cool. I'm pretty sure Lance has like three Dragonites, which I love Dragonites. So I was like, this is sick. It does. It's insane. <laughs> and also Lance's music is my favorite music in the game. Like I could, it might be Stockholm Syndrome because I had to listen to it so many times because I was evidently under leveled going into this battle. Sure. I didn't have Raichu. Like I'm pretty sure that you get Pikachu when you when you go to Kanto. So this, see, this is the problem. No Raichu, you just no winning. just needed a Raichu. Um, <laughs> I just needed a ride shoe. Um, and uh, yeah, I loved Rance. 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 I, I loved Lance. <laughs> but, but no, the I think I think the character that frustrated me most honestly was probably just maybe all of the Elite Four. I think I There's was just lot. really under leveled. It's such going a big difficulty it. spike, isn't it? Like yeah. I mean, Whitney yeah. for the for the base game, Whitney's kind of like one of the harder gym leaders. But then yeah. when you get to the Elite Four, you're like, oh that was difficult. You know, it's been difficult, but I've got hard. through Yeah. And then you get to the Elite Four and it's like, oh God, this is this is it. This is it yeah. feels epic. They've done everything they yeah. can to really say, right, you've 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 made friends with all your Pokemon. Now we're going to absolutely obliterate them. Yeah, that's <laughs> You're going to watch them faint yeah. one by one. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think I spent all of my money on hyper potions. I think I And did I was like, well. yeah, I don't yeah. have any left. What do I do now? <laughs> I'm like, I'm poor. but <laughs> What do I do? <laughs> my Pokemon are healthy, but I'm so poor. 
Exactly. Um, I did also really like the area of the game with the radio tower where I, I think oh. the narrative was that Team Rocket, I mean, not only were they over there like cutting Slowpoke's tails to sell the tails, but they were also, I think, like sending out radio waves to try to force Pokemon to evolve. Yeah, it was like creepy um, propaganda. <laughs> Yeah, just weird. I think that was the story. And as much as I wanted my Pikachu in yellow to evolve, like, mm. look, if Pikachu doesn't want the Lightning Stone, Pikachu doesn't want the Lightning Stone. You know, <laughs> like, you got to respect your Pokemon at the end of the day. But just like now as an adult looking back, I'm like, that's just, that's why. It's weird. It I don't like it. Early Pokemon games had dark themes. But I just, I found that just strange <laughs> thinking is. about it now. I was like, what? And it's so, I think, because, I mean, the whole game, you're in these kind of like really rural villages, towns, really mm. rural places. And then as soon as you get into Goldenrod, it feels like, oh, God, I'm yeah. in this massive city. I'm in the big city. I've made it. Yeah. And then you get to the radio tower. And like you say, they're doing this, you know, this sketchy stuff. And it it feels it feels like kind of like the corrupt city. You know, you've gone from like mm. they they've this is this is like the home base almost that they're mm. um that they're doing their dodgy dealings with. But um yeah, it's such a such a weird kind of weird kind of jump from cutting off slow poketails to like we're gonna force all your Pokemon to evolve. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. But also I do suppose you start the game with your rival being like you're a wimp. So so I feel like the, the the seed is planted early of like you're a wimp and I want to wipe I want to quote unquote wipe out the weak. So it's like the, the game starts on a little bit of an aggressive note, I think, to prime the No mercy. Oh my god. No, clearly no mercy. Again, I think they took that line of dialogue out, but <laughs> brutal. Brutal. Yeah. Is it was it didn't Professor Elm think that we were the one that stole the Pokemon? I, f I think so. I, that rings a bell. I he's like, so he's a bit too. wary, isn't he? And then he's like, oh, you know, this redhead kid broke in, swiped it and legged it off. Yeah. And just so happened to take the Pokemon type that would be strong against your Pokemon of course, type, which of was course. always really frustrating. And yeah. yet they've, they've stopped doing that now, haven't they? They go like the rivals now, you know, they, they're, they're so nice and that's fine. You know, I like having a bit of friendly competition, but at the same time, I'm just like, I want a, mm. I want an enemy. I want an arch enemy yeah. who's going to try. And, I want to feel something. Right. Like <laughs> the worst one for me was in, um, Ruby and Sapphire when, uh, oh, you're on some random, I can't even rem remember the route. Um, but you're just you're going along, and your rival um, has for me. I because I went with um, I stuck with the ward starter, so I had like uh, mm. Mudkip and Marshtomp. And Mudkip is so cute, <laughs> so great. <laughs> but obviously, it means that uh, they went for uh, Trico and Grovile, which is even yeah. stronger against Mudkip because it's the dual the dual typing. Oh the, yeah, so it's a oh, nightmare. No. And I think I've, I feel like that was the tipping point. I was like, "Oh God, they they they've realised that you can't just have um, have them pick the strongest Pokemon." I mean, I could have switched, but no. I, I just want to beat everyone with Mudkip. <laughs> Absolutely, I have a meme of a pink Mudkip drinking a coffee, and it's my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> that's just like <laughs> I'll send to, it to you. If you were to like sum up, that's like the one. How would you describe me? It's just this pink Mudkip drinking coffee. <laughs> It's, yeah, that's me as well. Just the pink Mudkip drinking coffee. And the Mudkip looks extremely happy as well. I bet. <laughs> I would be. Yeah. Just very pleased with life. Yeah, me too. I'm like, yeah, if I could get free iced coffee, I'd also be. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
did you did you have a favorite town or a favorite city? I think it was Goldenrods. I, I I was like I was thinking about this, and it feels like for me, it, even though it's pretty sparse when you look at it, you know you look back at it now, you know every house is in its little set area. But mm. when you go from the all the little towns and the villages in this rural area, and you finally make it to that kind of big city, it felt like it. That was the first sort of epic moment for me. Like it felt mm. like the world really opened up for me at that point, and then. Um, Obviously, as you're moving on, you start to get some the more back into like the more rural and the kind of like traditional mytholo- uh, mythological side of things. But that kind of moment when you first get into Goldenrod and you have to almost save the city and you know liberate mm. the the radio tower that was and I think there's a isn't there a tram system or something like that or a train in there? I think so. I think so. Yeah. And it felt like I was like I'm going to be able to use that train later. I was like I'm going to be able to travel around on the train. Yeah. And you know, in real life, I can't stand. You know, I'm like commuting a tra- on the oh, train no. a lot. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> if I, as a kid, I was like, I can't wait to get on the train. I'm like, I can't wait to get off this train now. <laughs> and uh, but like at the time, Goldenrod was Goldenrod was the one for me. I think that makes sense looking back because, yeah, it is the first like really big city that you go into. Mm. You start off in a really small town in both Gen 1 and Gen 2. I think that makes a ton of sense. Um, I feel like I have a weird answer to the question. Okay. I really like Lavender Town. Oh, from Kanto. (laughs) Yeah, you get there and it's really just creepy. And you're like, what is going on? on yeah here the music changes <laughs> it's eerie that i mean like yeah. that music's cursed anyway isn't that there's like it a is curse a thousand in that percent it's so cursed <laughs> it is so cursed isn't there isn't there like a maybe it's like a creepy pastor or something i don't know where it's like that music was sending people insane or something like that i can't remember because they like tweaked they really? it in like, yeah something I, I might be wrong maybe i'm doing pokemon a, a great disservice but <laughs> don't sue me nintendo please <laughs> but like <laughs> i swear there was something about the music that was like really unnerving for people that it was making them ill or something like that <laughs> oh no i mean it is very 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 creepy it is extremely creepy music but um i don't know i really like lavender town because you get there and you're like, ooh, what are we going to see here? Yeah. And I think and that... The... Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I was going to say, like, the, the stuff with, like, the Cubone ghost and things like that in the first yep. game. It's so yeah, upsetting. It's so sad. <laughs> it's so sad. I just want to protect you. I know. I just, it's okay, Cubone. <laughs> it will be fine. <laughs> But I like I really like pieces of lore like that because it's like you can tell that so much detail was put into it. And I think with like being a Pokemon card collector when I was a kid, like I mm. loved, loved being like, what's the background of every Pokemon? And anytime I would catch a Pokemon, I'd be like, what's the background and why? And like, yeah. as you mentioned, the red Gyarados, it's like, why is the Gyarados red? <laughs> but um, in Lavender Town, there's uh, there's the Soul House. Which uh, yes. was built to, like the hold hold graves from the Pokemon Tower, um, which was like I don't know. There was just something like really creepy and really haunting about Lavender Town that I really liked. Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't know what that says about me as a person, <laughs> but <laughs> I I do I really appreciate mystery. Like anything like that, it's like anytime that you get a creepy setting in a video game, it's like, ooh, oh, yeah. what's the history behind this? And I feel like there's just rich lore and rich history with in general with 
with like any place that's like super creepy. And and it's such a stark contrast. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you go exactly. through with this this really happy music, and again, you you you're going on this epic journey, and then it's one of those moments. I think because you come out of the cave, and it's suddenly you're in this really. <laughs> <laughs> emerge from the cave after this you know from the darkness and then you get and you think oh, okay i'm back on the road and then everything slows down again because you're in this one creepy town and yeah. like you say it's really unnerving and you want to figure out why it's so why it's like why is it like this and obviously you need a creepy place in a pokemon game because exactly. the game is dark anyway so. exactly <laughs> yeah it's weird because it's like we've already done the creepy thing in this game we've already like you know defeated team rocket we've like yeah. thwarted their plan with the slow pokes we've thwarted their plan with the weird radio waves we've beaten the elite four we're like okay what else are we gonna see and then you get to lavender town you're like oh cool glad to see that it's still cr- as creepy as it was in the last game <laughs> gg um, nothing changes and if anything like you know the sprite works a little bit better so it's even like it's even creepier exactly <laughs> exactly that's it that's it just Anyway, again, don't know what that says about me as a person, but generally I feel like in any game when you get to a really creepy setting, you're like, oh man, there's going to be rich lore. I yeah. want to know what's going on here. Yeah, so. definitely. <laughs> um, not my favorite music. I think the music is really creepy, but uh, <laughs> oh, the God, lore, yeah. I live for the lore. So. <laughs> I, I know ex- I know exactly what you mean. Like I could, I, after a while, I'm like, yeah, I, when you kind of like go into it and the music starts playing, I'm like, oh, this is weird. This is cool. And then yeah. after a while, after you've heard that, like, do, 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 after yeah, so many times, it. I'm like, okay, I've, I, I, I need to get out of here. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. I love it. But I like, I think what was so special, and I, I am curious to get your thoughts about this, but what was mm. so special about uh, Pokemon Silver for me was that you kind of tell, ultimately, at the end of the day, your own story. Because you decide what Pokemon am I going to have in my party? How am I going to grow them? Am I going to evolve them? Am I not going to evolve them? What am I going to choose for my Eevee, right? Like, I don't know. I I feel like at the end of the day, it really is just such a personal story of... And I think this was the first game where you could have eggs as well. Um, Yes, yeah. And uh, yeah, and it's like you you get to see Pokemon go from like an egg to actually being a Pokemon and you get to raise them. And I don't know, I I think like that's the the heart and soul of this game is that you get to tell your own story. Yes, we all go through the same kind of narrative beats and Mm. side quests and in main quests. But um, at the end of the day, it's like when you finish the game, it's when you you go to Mount Silver and uh, is it called Mount Gold in Gold? (laughs) I think it's Mount Fight Red. Do you know what? I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it's just Mount Silver. I'm pretty sure. I thought it was Mount Silver and both. I think so. You go and you fight Red. (laughs) And that was so cool. And Red's got the like level 88 Pikachu. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Still not evolving it. Which is really cool. Still not evolving it. Um, Look, I came with my Raichu, so. Um, But yeah, like ultimately when you get to the end of the game, yeah, we've Mm. all seen the same narrative beats, but it is such a different personal journey for everyone because of the different Pokemon that you traveled with. Yeah. And especially with those early games that have, you know, there's, I think a lot of like the latest generations, they really want you to have all story all the time. So, you know, you've Mm. always got like a constant goal, a constant objective. And, um, you know, in Scarlet and Violet lately, there's, isn't there like three Mm. or four different paths that you can do at the same time? Mm. So one minute you can be fighting gym leaders, the next minute you can be doing all these different (laughs) activities. 
And it's fine. And that's it's great that the series has kind of developed like that. But at the same time, I think there's a real um, charm to kind of creating your own little stories as you're going yeah. along because of the limitations of the time. Um, you know, obviously it doesn't, It's. It, I still think it looks good, but um, there's only so much they could do with the Game Boy. So yeah. I think that being able to kind of go through and make up your own little uh, adventure as you're hitting these beats that they want you to hit, and they're pretty sparing anyway, it really um, cements that kind of charm for it, I think. Yeah, I agree. And I still like... I agree. We were limited by the technology at that time, but <laughs> like I still I I love pixel art. Yeah. I still think yeah. that that kind of art style is so charming because you you are forced to use your imagination exactly to yeah. figure out like what would this attack actually look like in something that was a little bit more high definition. And I don't know, like it. I still personally really like games that that use pixel art and and that force you a little bit to to yeah, use your absolutely. use your imagination. And I think that, um, oh God, I know what you mean with the attacks. Like there were some things they were like, I was like, I bet this ice beam looks really cool. And then, you know, there's only so much they could do, but I'm like, in my head, that looks like the best thing I've ever seen. (laughs) That's like the most epic attack. That hyper beam was insane. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's like, it's that epic that the Pokemon has to take a break the next round. Like Exactly. (laughs) That's insane. And I just love that they thought of that. Like this is like, they wound up. Do, Do you have to... Do you have to charge? Oh no, that's solar beam where you have to charge it, isn't it? Solar but, beam. Yeah, yeah. but um, like it, it, it's that kind of thing. It's again, it's like with the Gyarados thing. It may not be like the best Pokemon, but it just looks epic and it feels epic exactly. when you see it. And, uh, oh, and so cool. And when you see like a hyper beam and you hear that something's called hyper beam and it's that powerful yep. that the Pokemon has to like have a break and you can get like that's your opportunity to attack if you've survived that hyper beam. <laughs> Yup. And the sound effect was so cool. Like I can hear the sound effect I in my well. brain right now for Hyperbeam. <laughs> the sound the sound's so good. It's so good. It sounds so good. Yeah. So so good. Um, but we're actually hitting time. Oh my god. <laughs> I could keep talking about <laughs> Pokemon <know>. Silver Forever. <laughs> but um, any final thoughts on this game that you wanted to touch that we haven't touched yet? Oh do you know what? I think I think we've touched on everything, but it's just, it really, you know, being able to like pick up my Game Boy again and just immediately be mm. transported back into this game that I haven't played since I was a kid. I remember playing Heart Gold and Soul Silver and I loved it to bits, yes. but going back to like the original, original, it really, mm. it just, it brought back so many memories. So I loved the fact that we got to talk about it today. Me too. <laughs> me too. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. I've had a great time. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Please come back anytime. We can talk about maybe we talk about Bloodborne when I when I finish Bloodborne. I'm here for when that. I play I, Bloodborne, actually. I'm waiting for the Neil Automator <laughs> episode because I feel like you're gonna have to get it's everybody that you've had on before to do like a collective episode. Percent. So I think what I'm gonna do for Neil Automata is it's gonna be every tenth episode, and I just want to have different guests on to come and talk about Neil Automata. Love that. That'd yeah. be so. So, so you good. have to. Have you played Automata? Yeah, I have. I was re- I played it um, <gasps> last year, so I was a relatively like recent. Um, I was a bit of a newcomer to it, and I had everybody yes. telling me to play it, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll get to it. I'll get to it." And then when I finally got to it, I thought, "Oh my god, I can't believe I didn't get to it sooner." What What, what was yeah, I doing? That's how what I, was I felt. doing. <laughs> that is how I felt. It was one of those like 
play it in the evenings for like nine days straight. Yeah. And that's all I did. I was like, nobody talked to me until I finished this game. God. And honestly, it, <laughs> it me. had it was me like, ripped. It was like when I watched Evangelion for the first time, I was like, oh, I'll love this. And then afterwards I was having like an exit. I was like, what does it mean? What does it all mean? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. And like I've, I've replayed, I'm on my third playthrough of Automata right now. And I'm like, oh my God, the foreshadowing and look at what they did here. Oh, it's, just, it's so good. So, so good. yeah, you're welcome to come back for one of those as well. Yay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, but I wanted to give you some space to plug absolutely anything that you want. The floor is yours. Ooh, um, I, I feel like I don't have that much to plug. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I guess uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I, I just tweet about games a lot. It's just Jack Alex Roberts. Um, and I'd also say go and read GG Recon and The Independent because uh, they're doing some good stuff and they're two uh, publications that I'm really proud to be part of. Hell yeah. That's pretty much it, really. <laughs> But, Love um, it, and just and I guess I'll plug the podcast as well. Listen to this; I listen to it every time. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the notification set for kind. it. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> that is very kind. Um, yeah, social links will be in the description, um, so we'll link directly to uh, to your Twitter. But thank you so much. This was so thank fun. You. I've had a great time. <laughs> Please come back. We'll we'll have to have you back, and um, I can't wait. And we'll talk about Automata. We'll talk about Bloodboard. We'll we'll talk about. Everything. Whatever. Whatever. We'll talk, we'll talk about a chunk. Like, hell yeah, I'm here for that. <laughs> Jack, thank you so much thank for your you. time. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us. This was such a fun episode to record. Again, our social links can be found in the description. And if you're on YouTube, let us know what you thought in the comment section. I would personally love to hear your thoughts on what starter you chose. That is the most important question. And uh, that's it for now. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.